My name is Alan Carter. Thank you so much for joining me. Ooh, we got census information. I love me some stats. You know, despite the pandemic, Canada remains the fastest growing country in the G7, thanks in large part to immigration. That's according to 2021 census data that is now just out. Hey, skill testing question. Skill testing question. What is the population of Canada? I'll wait. What is the population of Canada? Well, it is now 36 Point nine million. Let's round up to 37 million. 1.8 million more people in Canada now than there were five years ago. Now, while our population sits atop the G7, we actually rank seventh in the G20. If you look at the G20, we're behind Saudi Arabia, Australia, South Africa, Turkey, Indonesia, Mexico, and we're on par with India. Toronto remains Canada's most populous city. Uh, Montreal comes in second. Vancouver is third. One in 10 Canadians, I found this really interesting, one in 10 Canadians now calling smaller urban centers their home. Last year, 10% of Canadians lived in smaller urban centers, and StatsCan defines that as uh, 10,000 to 100,000 people. That's pretty big. But you look at that, and within that category, Squamish, B.C., growing the fastest, and you got four of the 10 of the fastest-growing smaller urban centers in Ontario. you got Tilsonburg, Collingwood, Woodstock, Wasaga Beach, City of Toronto's population up by 2.3%. But again, if you go in the surrounding areas like, you know, north of Newmarket to East Gwillimbury, the growth there is 20 times higher. To talk more about all of this, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Michael Hamm, who is Director of Statistics Canada Research Data Centre at Western University. Welcome to the program, Michael. Thank you, Alan. Pleased to be here. So this, uh, this information is just freshly out. What was the big surprise to you? Well, first of all, this is like one of the one of the sleepless nights for demographers, right? Waiting for these population to count to come in, and I, I'm so excited. Uh, one of the things that I thought was really interesting is that um, the pandemic changed where where people live, where they move, and the, the population flows within our country. As you mentioned, the Tilsonburg, Wasaga Beach, Woodstock. Um, those places are really growing, and that's fairly new because you know you don't really want to describe them as rural Canada. But at the same time, they're also not urban Canada, right? Like Woodstock is not downtown Toronto. So to see revitalization in some of these less densely populated areas, I think is a, is a good news story to some extent, even if it was brought about by sort of unfortunate circumstances. Now, now is it caused by the pandemic or was the pandemic, pandemic an accelerant of an existing trend? Probably the latter. Um, a couple of other things happened, of course, right? One, one is that the price of housing continues to, to rise appreciably, particularly in our largest cities. And that's been putting pressure on people to consider moving outside a little bit. But in addition to that, we have a couple of other things happening. One, um, working remotely became a reality, you know, and whether that's a cause or a consequence of the, uh, or not, but a consequence of the pandemic, it might be, you know, it was probably accelerated through the pandemic. And finally, you know, our baby boomer population started to retire in 2011. And the pandemic, which means, you know, they started to retire. So the pandemic may have caused a, a larger swath of that baby boomer population to, you know, maybe move out of Toronto, liquidate their assets, head out to Tilsonburg or wherever they go. And, you know, if they have to go into work and hold their job in Toronto, they'll go in for a couple of hours or a couple of days a week. Yeah, I love Collingwood. I love spending time there. Um, but that's one example of a city that seems to have outgrown its infrastructure. So there is there a downside to these sort of smaller urban centers uh, swelling past the point of what they can accommodate? 
Well, one of the one of the big issues is that this is relatively unprecedented, right? Like most of Canada's history has been about urbanization to large centers. Now we have, as you mentioned, the Collingwoods of the world. Um, after so long of trying to either maintain population or grow it slightly, or in some cases even reverse population decline, now all of a sudden they have to think about rapid growth scenarios. What do we? What does a city that doubles in size in uh, five years require? You know, it's a different set of infrastructure needs than what would have been true five years ago. What are you seeing in the immigration numbers? I know obviously there has been a, a pause because of the pandemic, but um, our, our population growth was driven not by our birth rate, but uh, by newcomers. Yeah, I mean, 2019, we had uh, something like 550,000 new people coming to Canada through a combination of births and migration, immigration. So that was 2019. It dropped to it dropped to 2020. Uh, it dropped in 2020 to about 185,000. Which you know, yeah, that's a significant decline. But don't forget, before um, the Trudeau government increased their immigration levels, a regular influx of newcomers on an annual basis was between 225 and 250 thousand people. So the pandemic more or less kind of brought us back to where we were before we had these aggressive growth plans, and um, things took off again in 2021. And, and I think we expect that that will continue to happen to 2022. So we'll see that growth take off again. Uh, speaking with Michael Hahn, who's Director of Statistics Canada Research Data Centre at Western University, we talked about the fact that uh, the, the ink is barely dry on this. Uh, as this sort of comes in and all this data comes in, what is it that you're going to be digging into over the days and weeks ahead? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for a couple of things. First of all, I think we kind of collectively need to know a little bit more about who's moving. Uh, you know, where are these people coming from? Um, we, we, you know, here in London, we have sort of an anecdotal version of people liquidating um, their housing stock in Toronto and coming to little old London. But we don't know if that's actually true. You know, maybe it's it's not people coming out of Toronto at all. Maybe it's just purely immigrants. So one of the things that I'm going to look at, and this will be a combination of releases that probably will give the answer, is who's moving where and why. Michael, great talking to you. Thank you so much for being on today. My pleasure. Well, some fascinating stuff there is more and more people have decided, well, listen, I mean, if I'm going to you know, work from my bedroom, why am I doing it in this condo downtown? Why don't I just, you know, head for Collingwood? And at the end of the day, I just go up blue and do a little snowboarding. Matter of fact, that sounds fantastic. Why? What am I doing in Don Mills like a chump?